Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty house silver, the Lone Ranger. His faithful Indian companion, Tonto, the masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. The stories of his strength and courage, his daring and resourcefulness have come down to us through the generations. And nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past and the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse, Silver... The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Hurry, big fellow. I'm Silver. Hurry! The historic old city of Boston was cold and bleak under the lash of a rain-soaked midwinter storm. On a narrow side street not far from the common... A swinging wooden sign announced that the small shop beneath it belonged to Wilbur Afton, Esquire, silversmith and engraver. The shop itself was dark, but the living quarters above it glowed with soft lamplight. Two men and a young girl were seated before an open fireplace. Are you serious, Doctor? Never more serious in my life, Afton. If you want to go on living, you'll have to get out of this climate. But I say, I'm not really ill, you know. Perhaps I tire easily. Too but the... easily, Wilbur. <laughs> Dulcie, is this some sort of conspiracy between you and Dr. Craig? Your sister merely recognizes the truth, Afton. And you'd better do the same thing. Oh, Wilbur, please try to understand. Very well. To save further argument, I'll agree with both of you. I'm suffering from an incipient malady that will become progressively worse. <laughs> Unless Wilbur. The... Wilbur. <laughs> 
unless I move to another climate immediately. That's it, exactly. But where shall I go? Any place where the air is warm and dry. Have you any suggestions? West. West of the Mississippi River and south. Your choice is rather limited as far as actual towns are concerned, but uh, just a moment. I have a map here in my pocket. Here. This is the Mississippi River. Jefferson acquired most of the land to the west in the Louisiana Purchase. It does look rather desolate. On the map, I mean. Here's St. Louis and Fort Defiance. There are a few army posts throughout. Say, if you insist upon a definite destination, here's an excellent one. Well, what is it? Taos. Taos? What an odd name. It's an old Spanish settlement, but I understand that lately it has become an important trading post. Well, what do you say, Afton? Of course we'll go. Yes. If that's your prescription, Doctor, I'll take a tablespoonful of Taos before and after every meal. <laughs> Just as soon as Dulcie and I can get there. Good. It was well into midsummer of that same year when the Lone Ranger and Tonto rode south from Green River and Jackson's Hole. They forded the Arkansas at Fountain Creek, then turned west. It was there in the shadows of towering Medicine Butte that they reined their horses to a halt. Oh, who's a scout? Easy. No use riding any further in this heat, Tonto. Especially when there's a deep rock pool of cool water on the other side of the butte. Ah. Swim for us and a few hours rest for the horses. Ah, me think that plenty good. Come on, we'll go. Kimosabi, look. Big dust cloud come this way. Oh, looks like... Uh, Yes, it is. Part of that buffalo herd we saw yesterday below Fountain Creek. Ah. Me think them stampede. They're heading right for the mouth of that blind-end canyon above us. We'll have to wait till they pass. Steady, Silver. Oh, big fella. Head plenty small. Yes, not over two or three hundred head. I'm surprised there's that many left, the way those hunters were butchering them at ah, Fountain Creek. That right. I can't understand why anyone wants to kill just for the sake of killing. Hunting parties like we saw yesterday litter the plains with hundreds of them. If it keeps on much longer, there won't be any buffalo left to kill. Ah, and that'd be plenty bad for Indian. Him only kill for food and to make robe, cover teepee. Yes, you're right, Tonto. The needless slaughter of buffalo is the greatest single cause of war between the white and the red man. I wish there was some way to... Maybe this herd not stampede. Maybe them run canyon... Hide there. No, I'm afraid not. But at least they'll be safe from white hunters for a few days. Well, what do you say to that cool swim we were talking about? Ah. Uh, we'll rest there till sundown, then ride into Taos. I want to see Kit Carson. Kit Carson, Taos, now? He generally is this time of year. Probably staying at Young's Dobie Hotel. Oh. Come on, Silver. Get him up, Scout. <laughs> Take this job, Kit. You ain't doing nothing right now, just loafing around till the trapping season starts. No, sirree, I won't do it. And you ain't, I figure you're kind of loco to even ask me. I'm a trapper, not a dad-blasted nursemaid for a couple of eastern dudes. It ain't a couple of dudes. It's a feller and his sister who oh, come... Oh, female, that's worse. I ain't no squaw, man. Oh, but they're friends of a sawbones, friends of mine, back in Boston. Don't make no difference. I won't do it. This feller's a kind of a professor or something like that. He came out west for his health, and 
While he's here, he heard about all them old Pueblo houses Azuni used to live in up on Medicine Butte. So he wants to look at them. Why? Ain't nothing up there but a lot of busted dobe shacks. I don't know why. Professors are kind of crazy anyway. So are you, you sway-backed old horn-toad. If you think I'm going to... All they want you to do is be a guide. Just ride up there with them and ride back. They'll pay you well. No, for the last time, I tell you, I won't do it. I won't. Simmer down. The professor and his sister are heading this way right now. Oh, oh, Mr. Young. Have you been able to locate Kit Carson? Yeah, but he won't. Oh, I mean, this here is Kit Carson sitting right here. Oh, splendid. I'm glad to know you, sir. My sister and I consider ourselves extremely fortunate to obtain the services of so famous a scout. Well, you can just stop considering, mister, because I ain't guiding you no place. What? what? Oh, Mr. Young said he was sure you would. You ain't Young talks too much. Wilbur, I found a man who'd rent us pack horses as uh, soon as... Excuse me. Mr. Carson, may I present my sister, Miss Dulcie Afton? <laughs> Not Kit Carson. Well, that's him, miss. Well, but I guess you'll have to find somebody else to take you, Mr. Afton, up to Medicine Butte. Kit says he ain't hankering for the job, and... Well, I'm very and... anxious to inspect those Zuni cliff dwellings. I'll gladly pay whatever... Money you don't ask. make any difference. I'm a trapper, not a dude herder. Nope, won't do it. Now that that's settled, if you folks don't mind, I'll have myself a chaw of Eden to buy. Oh, no, no, of course not. Uh, no, I had a plug someplace, one of my pockets. Wilbur, why don't you and Mr. Ewing go into the bar for a drink or something? I'm going to talk to Mr. Carson for a few minutes. That is, if he doesn't mind. Why, uh, if he doesn't... Well, yeah, yeah, yes, of course, Dawson. But don't get the idea you're going to talk me into traipsing up to Medicine Butte. Uh, I knew I had this plug. I'm just fascinated by the number of things men are able to carry in their pockets. Uh, I guess I do carry quite a lot of truck, don't I? Clasp knife, some Indian beads, a home, tobacco pouch, and... Oh, a silver bullet. I've never seen one before. Well, neither of other folks. A special friend of mine gave it to me. Could I? No, sir. Wouldn't part with that silver bullet for anything. I didn't mean give it to me. I thought perhaps there was a story connected with it. There is. But I can't tell it. Oh. Well, Mr. Carson, won't you please guide Wilbur and me to the cliff houses where the Zunis used to live? No. It's too dangerous up there anyway. Might run into some engines. I don't think you understand... You see, my brother is an amateur ethnologist. Uh, religion don't cut no eyes with me, ma'am. Religion? Well, all right. Do you mind if I just sit here and talk to you? Swim like this really feels good, Tonto. Ah, you underwater a long time, Kimasabi. I just discovered you... something. There's a cave at the end of this pool. By swimming underwater, you can come up in the cave Kimisabi. and... What's the matter, Tonto? Look, Papa Butte. You see? The smoke signal. Doesn't mean anything unless... You hear a war chant? Uh, yes, I... Tonto, that's an Apache war chant. Ah, and smoke mean them plenty big medicine. <laughs> Don't like the sound of it. Hurry, we'll get dressed. Then climb up there and see what's going on. Huh. There must be a thousand Apache Braves, Toto. They're all in war paint. Ah. Huh. 
Their big chief, Black Fox. Medicine man in front. Him named Spotted Horse. Yes, I know. Listen. Black Fox, great chief of Apache. I, Spotted Horse, make much medicine. Now I bring message of gods. Speak. For many moons the Apache have hungered. For many moons we have not eaten the meat of the buffalo. Our hunters search in vain. The gods have allowed the white man to kill the buffalo in vast numbers. The Apache hungers because the white man kills. The gods were angry with the Apache. Before they will again cause the buffalo to roam the plains in great plenty, they demand a sacrifice. A sacrifice in blood. with you. Um, you find Kid knows, Chief Black Fox. If he can get here before the moon rises and they start you on their... think s- if Kid make talk to Black Fox, that's stopping? Not that alone, Toto. We have a few hours leeway. I'll work on another plan while you're gone. <laughs> I'm going to backtrack on the trail we rode today. I'll wait for you and Kid on that side of the butte below the cliff house. Ah. Hurry, Toto. There's no time to lose. Get him up, Scout. Now, Silver, we have work to do. Come on, Silver. curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Continue our story. As Tonto, astride the fleet-footed scout, raced for Taos, he had no way of knowing the exact whereabouts of Kit Carson. In fact, Kit was somewhat mystified to find himself exactly where he'd sworn not to go. It was awfully kind of you, Kit, to bring us up here. 
The place is even more interesting than I'd hoped for. Yeah. Well, if you want to know the truth, Mr. Afton, I figure I must be getting old, losing my grip. Well, what do you mean? Letting a full for all petticoat like your sister talk me into something I didn't want to do. <laughs> well, don't worry about that, kid. Dulcie's been bossing me ever since she learned to talk. Look, Wilbur. Look at this shard of pottery. Ooh, an excellent Zunic ceramic. One of the best we've discovered. Probably part of a cara for water pitcher. You notice the brilliant coloring under the glaze? There's more of it inside the house over there. Or I should say on the walls. The Indian potter who lived there must have been industrious. The walls are covered with pictures and designs in color. Splendid. Coming in, Kit? Yeah, I guess so. By Jove, Dulcie, you were right. Why, these designs on the wall are some of the finest examples. Look at this one. A perfect pattern of native fingernail etching. Whoever did this was a true artist. And look at the fine lines he used to outline the buffalo's head. Almost as exact as a portrait in dry point. Oh, it's wonderful. And the... I say there's a title beneath the head. Seems to be written in Spanish. Mucho Grande. Mucho Grande? Well, yes, that's it. Mucho Grande. How did you know, Kit? Well, I'll be doggone. Imagine them heathen Zunis having Mucho Grande's picture up here. Well, is it some sort of legend or superstition? Oh, no, ma'am, no superstition about that old bull buffalo. He was the greatest of them all. Oh, tell us about it. Well, not much to tell. Mucho Grande was the king of all the buffalo herds that used to graze down in Texas. Guess he was kind of sacred to the Indians. They were saving him for one of their young chiefs to kill. And was he killed? Yes, and then the chief was murdered by some back-shooting renegades who wanted Mucho Grande's pelt. The Indians and whites in Texas got together and ran down the murderers. Well, ever since that time, Mucho Grande has been sort of a, a sign of peace and friendship between the white man and the Indian. But this is the first time I've ever seen a picture of him. That's a very interesting story. By Jove, I wish I had a bit of silver here. I'd use my engraving tools and copy that picture... I'd make a small medallion. Wilbur, I, I know where there's some silver. You no. Know, what do you mean? Mr. Carson carries a silver bullet for a good luck piece and... Show it to him, will you, Mr. Carson? Well, I... Well, here it is, but well, don't... That will be ideal. I'll buy it from you, Kit. I can flatten it out into a disc No, and this we... bullet ain't for sale. But I guess as long as you're going to use it for Mucho Grande's picture, I figure the man who gave it to me would say all right, too. So, here. Good. Now I'll get my kit together and hammer the silver into... Sh Oh, I haven't much time to work. The sun will be setting pretty soon. While you're doing that, I'm going to explore two or three ledges above us. Oh, be careful, Dulcie. Don't you want Kit to go with I'm you? I'm sure he'd rather watch you work. I'll be back before you finish. Yeah, that female sister of yours has sure got a mind of her own. <laughs> Kit, that's one statement I'll never dispute. Sun's down and Tonto and Kit aren't here. I wonder what... Oh, here they come. I know, it's Tonto riding alone. Oh, Scott, hope on a hole. Hope on a hole. Tonto, where's Kid Carson? Couldn't you find him? Me look in the house a long time. Not find him. Then feller in hotel, him named Young. Say Kid Carson come here. Medicine Butte, four or five hour ago. Came here? Ah, him say Kit guide eastern feller and sister. Show him Zuni Pueblo houses on cliff. Why, the cliff houses are right above us. Ah. That's strange. I've never heard of Kit Carson acting as a tourist guide unless it was... Otto, that's a woman's voice. Ah. Somewhere in those pueblos, come on.
Dulce. Indians, see Keep it down. There's enough lead and engine arrows flying over our heads to poison an army. But they've got Dulce. They're taking her away. Kind of hard to see, but I'll try to nail some of those red-skinned varmints. We've got to see. Keep down. Only chance of saving the woman is for us to stay alive. Come on, Pato. Did you hear that? There must be more. Quiet, quiet a minute. Let me hear that. I'm not sure, but... There's only one six-gun in the world that sounds like that one. I don't know where he came from, but... Hey, over here, inside the house. Kit, Kit. Why, the great horned toad, I'm sure glad to see you. An outlaw and an Indian. What happened, Kit? A raiding party. Five or six Apaches. Sneaked onto the ledge right above us and grabbed this gent's sister, Miss Dulcie. And that was a scream I heard. I think we winged one or two of them. If we line out pronto, maybe we can head them off before they reach their main camp. Oh, Kit, that's impossible. There are over a thousand Apache braves in full war paint on the butte right above us. A thousand? You mean Dulcie? Paul and I spotted them this afternoon. I sent him into Taos to find you because I thought you could talk to Black Fox. They're going on the warpath. Spotted horses convinced Black Fox they must revenge the loss of buffalo herds. That's scheming conniving. They'll ride for Taos when the moon is full. But before they leave here, they Yes, a blood sacrifice. You mean my sister Dulcie. The Apaches will murder her. I knew I never should have given away my silver bullet. Lost our luck when I did it. Silver bullet? What do you mean? One you gave me a long time ago. This fellow wanted it so as he could flatten it out and carve Mucho Grande's picture on Mucho it. Mucho Grande? Where, where is it? Oh, here. I engraved a medallion and copied that primitive Zuni sketch on the wall. Oh, this here's Mr. Afton, a professor from Boston. Hello, Professor. How do you do? I'm glad you gave away the bullet for this purpose, Kit. Maybe exactly what we need to... Yes, I'm sure it is if I... Quick, tell me, Afton. This engraving in silver. If color or stain were applied to the surface of it... Then pressed against the skin, will it leave a print? Oh, yes, yes, I guess it would. But isn't there some way we can follow those Indians and Dulcie? Good, Tonto. Uh-huh. On our climb up here about halfway, I saw some red berries growing to the trail. You've used them for stain before. Get some quick. Uh-huh. You get them. Yes, I'm kind of loco, but I, I don't savvy what you're doing. The sign of the buffalo head, Kit. It's our only chance to keep Black Fox and his braves from going on the warpath. How? When Tonto gets back, I'll explain. And if we work fast, it may save Miss Afton's life. The Lone Ranger, Tonto, Kit, and Wilbur Afton reached the broad top of Medicine Butte a few minutes later. They saw a resplendent yet terrifying spectacle. Hundreds of Apache braves in gaudy war paint crouched in a semicircle behind an improvised stone altar. Before the altar was Chief Black Fox, and beside him, Spotted Horse, the medicine man. Between the two men, her face white and drawn, stood Dulcie Afton. What are they going to do? Push your sister over that cliff unless we can stop it. There's a 200-foot drop to the pool below. Dulcie, she only be... one chance. We'll have to stake everything on it. You're right. But nothing you can do here, Afton. You go with Tonto. He'll explain what I mean. But I can't... Hurry, hurry. You know what to do, Tonto. Wait for a signal. Ah, come. We go. All right, Kit. It's now or never. Sure, I'm game. Let's go. Black Fox. Black Fox, I come in peace. Oh, look out. Look out. By Eunice, the hunter, you not welcome when the Apache rides to war. Pale face taints Apache soil. Cleave his skull with tomahawk. Wait, wait. Hear my words. Speak. You plan to count many white scalps because the buffalo has disappeared. Uh. That's bad medicine. It'll cause unending wars. It's better that you make a treaty with good white men. They'll help you to find buffalo. White hunter is fool. He speaks with forked tongues. Wait. Wait. Who are the white men who will help the Apache? One of them, a powerful white friend, stands beside me. White man who hides face with a mask? 
Kit Carson speaks the truth, Black Fox. Stop this war medicine. It is bad. Don't sacrifice an innocent girl. The Apache and the white man can be brothers. Oh, Black Fox, no, you speak truth. I'll prove it to you. Oh, he pushed her over the cliff. I didn't expect that. Wait, masked man. Stop. Hold on. And with masked foul girl to death. I don't think so. But if he is killed, I'll put a lead slug in your murder and medicine man if it's the last thing I ever do. See? Apache gods are pleased. They have taken our double sacrifice into the pool. Much time has passed, and the waters are quiet. <sighs> White man lies who say pale-faced girl and man with mask still live. Wait. Wait just a few more minutes, Black Fox. Then if he don't come... There they are. By Juniper, I knew... But I still don't know how you did it. I'll explain that later. My guns are wet, Kit. So use yours to fire a two-shot signal when I give the sign. Sure. Chief Black Fox, have we not proved that our medicine is stronger than the medicine of Spotted Horse? The eyes of Black Fox see white girl and man with mask die. Yet you live again. White man's medicine plenty strong. All right. I'll show you what it is. See? See the design imprinted upon my arm? It is the sign of the buffalo head. See? It is on Kit's arm, too. Sure. Right there. Black Fox, see... But not to understand. We want you and every brave chief of the Red Men to wear the sign with us. We will become brothers of the Buffalo Head. Give me the silver medallion kit. Here. Uh, Black Fox, like medicine, put on arm. Good. There. There it is. It is nothing but white man's lies. Turn deaf here, Black Fox. Just a minute. Wait. I said I'd prove the power of the Buffalo Head, and I will. Give Tonto the signal kit. See, it is nothing. Come over to the edge of the butte and look toward the north. Now look. Buffalo. That's only a small herd, Black Fox, but enough for your hunters to provide meat and shelter for your tribe. Uh, white man's medicine, plenty big. You speak truth. And if all of the white and red men who are brothers under the sign of the buffalo head work together in peace, there will always be buffalo. Black Fox, believe in sign. Apache not right to war. I have spoken. Good. Come on, Kit, Dulcie. We've got to meet Tonto and Mr. Aft. Thank heavens you're safe, Dulcie. I've never been so frightened in my life. You weren't half as scared as I was. When that horrible medicine man pushed me over the cliff, I, I think I must have lost consciousness. The next thing I knew, I was in a pool of deep water, and, and that man with the mask was swimming beside me. We dove under and came up inside a cave. Yep, he sure did some fast thinking. He must have started figuring this afternoon when he built a fence across the mouth of that blind canyon. And then the Indian and I knocked it down and stampeded the buffalo herd when he heard your gunshots. Little did I ever dream back in Boston that, that I would someday become a human sacrifice for a tribe of Apache Indians and and that I'd be saved by a mysterious man with a mask. Your brother did his part, too, Miss Dulcie. He copied Mucha Grande's picture so the sign can be passed on forever. Well, there are two reasons why all of us are still alive. The sign of the buffalo head and... The Lone Ranger. I'm silver!
The story you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated. <laughs> <laughs>